Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. Eternal Father, we thank you for your word. It's blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke chapter number 10. Jesus is appraising someone. But Martha was what? Cumbed. About March what? March 7. And he came to him, Jesus, and said, Lord, don't you care? Hey, I mean, does thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Beat her, talk to her. Just talk to her to stand up and come and help me. After all, we are going to serve you. 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, twice, Martha, you see the answer he's going to give. Whether he answered the question or not, he gives his own answers. Because people ask very foolish questions. Paul says that even foolish questions avoid. This, our world, is full of people who ask questions that is irrelevant to their life. Most questions that are asked by people, why? Uh, why? Why? They like why? Rather than how? Jesus, I wanted to pay attention. Now I'm beginning to preach. And Jesus answered and said unto a matter, matter, thou art careful. It means you are full of care. You are too full of care. And you are troubled about what? Many things. Is this an answer? What did the woman ask for? He said, Jesus, are you, don't you care? Let my sister just come to the kitchen and help me. Jesus said, Mata, Mata. You are careful about too many things. Is it an answer? No or yes? Now you answer. Listen to the way he answers the question now. You are troubled about many things. Verse 42. But one thing is needful. And Mary have chosen that good path which shall not be taken away from her. Now I want to talk to you this morning. Jesus was indirectly telling Martha, you want me to do something about your sister? Mary. But what you are asking me to do is to take the good path from her. And I am not going to do it. Somebody walked to Jesus one of the days. He said, Lord, speak to my brother. Because we have got a property. So that we can share the property. The Lord looked at him and said, Who made me a judge over the two of you? Am I even a family member? People don't know what is relevant and what is not relevant. It's very critical. This is one of the greatest assignments and help you can give to yourself. To always find what is relevant, what is irrelevant. What is, what is not, what is not, don't pay attention. What is, you pay attention. Either than that, you will waste life. I'm going to say it, you will waste life. Is anger relevant? Be angry with somebody, is it relevant? Irrelevant, is anger rest in the bosom of a fool? When you see somebody angry, see that it's a foolish man. That's what the Bible is saying. I didn't say it. Now, anger is one of the time wasters, bitterness, offense, those things. I met somebody. He said, I said, Apostle, you have, what you have done to me, ah, I can't even, I can't even understand. I said, what have I done? 
He answered, The last time I sent you a text message, and you didn't reply. And therefore, I have a problem with you. I said, You have this problem to Jesus come. I don't have a problem with you. You have a problem with me. But as far as it stands, myself, I don't have a problem with you. And until you come to yourself to know that there is no problem, you create problem yourself. So I sat down, then I showed him my pastoral chair. I said, you see this chair? I'll be seated here for the next 10 years. So, find ways and means and approach me on this chair without a problem. Either than that, me, I don't have a problem with you. You have a problem. See, people will always, every single time, want to get problems where there is not. More especially, you know it. Mary had chosen the good thing and nobody can take that part from her. What has she chosen? Jesus said there is only one thing that is needful. And that is the place of the word. I started on our journey of the fundamentals of faith. And I explained that faith starts with the word. I explained and said that the word of God should be so important to you. The word of God should be so what? important to you i explain it all through the the relevance of god's word to you the relevance of god's word to you the relevance of god's word to what to you you must how, how, how do you see the word jesus said matter matter you are troubled about so many things you are full of care are, i mean you are troubled only one thing is needful and that is what what mary has found and that is what the word. It is only that she has found it and she sits down at the feet of Jesus hearing Jesus' words. Now, until you get to that place where you realize that only the word is needful, so many things will become things you think you need. Something they need money, but you need the word. The word produces money. Something they need peace, but it is the word that gives peace. Something they need healing, but it is the word that brings healing. The word stands us. Something they need testing. They say, A man of God, pray so that the door can open. It is the word. The word is the one thing that is needful. Somebody thinks I need a job. You don't need, you need the word. The word can, you, that, that is what is needful. That is what is needful. That is what is needful. You need an enlargement. You need an increase. What do you need? Word. You need promotion. What do you need? <laughs> You see, I, get, I, I, I am trying my best to be able to. I told you today's word I want to teach you is technical. Very, very technical. And I want you to pay attention. Because a lot of people don't know that they need the word. They spend more time on Facebook than in their Bible. Yes. They spend more time on WhatsApp than on their Bible. They are on social media and on the net and on the, on the net reading stuff that will not help them more than their Bible. Meanwhile, Jesus said only one thing is needful. And Mary, your sister, has found it. And actually what she has found is the good part. Which is the word of God. This one. You must give yourself. I've been saying it and I'm hammering it. You must give yourself wholly to this one. I can show you how to be prosperous. If I was a businessman, I would take prosperity scriptures like 30. I'll read it for one year. When I finish reading it, I pray in tongues. Another one hour. You have ideas. Jacob could be able to take all the properties of labor just because of meditation. We don't know the pre- what we, this one you have. I'm telling you, if I'm a businessman, I'm telling if I was a businessman 
and I am not, and the law will not allow me. But if I was a businessman, 30 scriptures, 30 on prosperity, and I will read them. Those are the only scriptures I read for the whole year. And when I read them, don't speak a You know what I'm doing? I am getting the deeper sense of that word from the spirit into my into my, my spirit. If I am I am a lawyer, I should be able to get it. If I am a a banker, I should be able to get it. If I'm, if you do this and you do just if somebody anybody who likes to try, if you have a business, just try. You you, oh, you just try try three months and come back. If it doesn't work, come and see me. Tell me, apostle, this one is a lie. If you can just do it, just take scripture. Just because the only thing that is needful is the word of God, and until we get to that point of seeing it. As the only thing that is needed for our breakthrough, our elevation, our glorification, until we see that, our faith will be weak. Now, I explained that in the first service. Then I explained the second thing about your heart. And I said that you have become a new man. You have become a new man. You are not the old man. You have become a new man. I took two Sundays to do that. You know the funny thing? The funny thing is that, you see what is in that thing I preached? What I preach about the new man It's taking me 20 years to be able to compile that How can you understand it in 30 minutes? Never You must play it over and over And play it over and over in your car For so long Because just in the new man I quoted over 300 scriptures How can you get all? Just in the new man I'm saying just in the new one I quoted over 300 scriptures Why? Because I said I've gathered it for 20, uh, 20 years This thing I, I, I gathered before I'm seeing it being formed You will not get it in 30 minutes You must be able to play it Repetition is the matter of memory You must be able to Play and play and listen and listen Do referrals of the scripture Find out whether what we are saying is true But that is studious To do It's, very, it's hard work Very hard work Some even listen to see this without Bible Why am I This uh, Practical things you need to know as your pastor I have to be able to tell you these things One thing is needful Mary has found it And that is the word of God She sat daily Instead of cooking in the kitchen She was what? Sitting and listening And Martha had a problem Why wouldn't she have a problem? I am not advising the woman that when you need to cook for your husband You are reading scriptures Hey, no, please That's not what we are saying <laughs> What we are saying is that cook when you have to cook and use your time to what? Also what? Also read. Now, I want to move a little bit faster now. And I want you to pay attention now. Now, Paul takes a whole chapter. Hebrews 11. A whole chapter. He, he took a whole chapter. And he spoke about men from all kind of backgrounds. All kind of background. He started with God himself. Then he says that God himself needed faith to create. So who are you? Yes, God himself He said we understand That the wells were framed By the word of God And the things which you are seeing They were made from things which we don't see God himself needed faith Paul had to lay the foundation The faith is what creates Before that the message said That the ancients Or our ancestors They had great results and they stood above the crowd because of their faith. For by faith we have good report. Paul is laying the emphasis. God needs faith to create. Then he moved from God. 
Then he said, look at Abel. He is not emphasizing on Abel. He is emphasizing on the faith Abel had. So the Bible said, God looked at his belief rather than what he brought. And justified him. And what he presented was speaking for him even when he died. That is what faith can do for a man. Paul is emphasizing it. Then he moved from Abel. Then he touched on Enoch. Then he said, by faith, Enoch was able to skip death. That is the message. By faith, Abel after offering, Enoch didn't die. He escaped death. He swept death. When you read the book of Amos and you do a little study of Enoch in the Hebrew writings, it is said that he could, he could disappear for years. You don't know where he is gone. Then he returns after a year. Then he comes talking about the structures of the heaven. The first heaven, the second heaven, the third heaven. He described until he described ten, ten heavens. So it was a normal thing that he was and he is not. But finally by his faith, he was able to escape death. And the Bible said he had a testimony that he pleased God. He was taken and was not found. The message says they looked for him everywhere and they didn't find him. Then he now said, So this is to tell you that without faith, nobody can please God. For he that comes to God must believe that God exists. And that God responds. God, he responds to those who seek for him. From Enoch. Then he came to Noah. Then he said Noah by his faith was able to save his family. And condemn the whole world. When he was won by faith. And he obeyed. Then he moved from Noah. Then he spoke about Abraham. Then he said Abraham had God tell him to leave his country. And he left not knowing where he was going. By faith. Then he spoke about Sarah. He said Sarah herself. Past age was able by faith. To have a baby which was past age. Then he went ahead and spoke about Moses. Ayaba Hayas. Then after speaking a little about Moses. He jumped down to talk about Jacob. And talk about Esau. Then he said. Isaac was able by faith to enter into the future and lay a hold of the future was able to lay a hold on the future when he blessed Ephraim and Manasseh and he blessed them not with his own blessing but he blessed them with the blessings of God that is message then he went beyond that and spoke about Moses who had the capacity by faith to decide that he doesn't want what belongs to Pharaoh's daughter's home and what is right where in that house. He didn't want it. By faith he shone it. Then went ahead and spoke about Israel. He said by faith the Red Sea opened. Red Sea is not open by themselves. There is something that must make them open. He said they went on dry land. When the Egyptians tried, they did it without faith. They drowned. He said, by faith, the walls of Jericho came down. By faith. Can you tell you how important faith is? If there are walls, what brings them is not continuous prayer. It's faith. Because prayer must be founded on faith. There are people who pray 10 years and not receive because their prayer is, is fear, not faith. Now moved on. He moved on until after he had spoken for a while. He said, I don't know, time will fail me. I can't talk about Jephthah. I can't talk about Gideon. I can't talk about Barak. 
I can't talk about something. And I can't even talk about Samuel. And all the prophets. Who by their faith. Subdued kingdoms. Faith. As the ability to subdue kingdoms. Faith has the ability to inherit promises. Faith has the ability. This is where I like in the, in the message. He says that faith has the ability to turn disadvantages to advantages. Faith. He said by faith, widows received their children back to life. By faith, they stopped the mouth of lions. By faith, I, I mean, faith is a critical thing for your life. You can be in love and die without faith. I'm telling you. You can be so in love and have all the love. If you don't practice faith, you will suffer casualties on earth. I'm going to say it again. Faith is so critical that every believer must pay attention. What you belong to, this Christian, Christian way is called the faith. This one is called the faith. So you must take time to understand the topic of faith. Because deliverance is based on your faith. Promotion based on your faith. Your deliverance from death like Noah is based on your faith. Your escaping and surviving death attempts like Enoch is based on faith. It doesn't, it's not based on God. It's based on your faith. Paul is not saying that we should go on a faith hunt. No. In chapter 10, the last two verses, Hebrews chapter 10, and I want us to read it together. What does he say? Now what? Now the just shall what? Live by what? By faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall not have pleasure in him. But look at what he said. But what? But we are, we are not what? We don't have a problem with faith. We, we don't have a problem. Paul is telling you that we don't have a problem with faith. The believer doesn't have, we are not of them that draw back onto perdition. But we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul. That is what every believer is. We, we are of them that believe. Then he took time to explain the exploits of faith. Telling you that you are this thing and what you have can do this. He's not trying to tell you, go and get it so that you can do it. He's trying to tell you that you have this. And what you have can open doors. What you have can open the river. What you have can bring the dead back to life. What you have can silence lions. What you have can provide in, in, in little. What you have can and make you strong as a man to be able to endure all the afflictions. What you have. Now, I'm building your mind on it. Follow. We are not those who need it. We already have it. If we have it, what then is the problem? I'm going to prove to you shortly that you already have it. I'll just read one or two scriptures. 2 Peter chapter number 1, verses number 1. Romans 10, 7 to 10. Jude 1, 19 and 20. And I want you to pay attention and listen. I said the word is technical. I said this word is what? I added the, the definition is what? It is technical. Listen, listen to it very well. Simon Peter, a servant and a what? An apostle of Jesus Christ to them who have what? Obtain what? They have obtained what? So do you have a life precious faith? So you are not looking for it, you have it. The believer doesn't have a problem with faith. I've said it here severally. He says, who shall what? Descend into the what? Into the deep. That is to bring up Christ again from where? The dead. But what saith it? The word is where? It's not the, it's where? 
Even in the map, a what? Now, I will ignore the first one because that's not what I want to teach about today. It's in your mouth. The, but the second one says, it's where? It's where? In your heart. And it is what? The word of what? The word of faith which we what? We preach. So where is that word of faith? Where is it? It's in your mouth and where? It's also where? In your world. So faith is not something strange to the believer. He has a life precious faith like the apostles. Secondly, he has got the word of faith or faith in his heart. You don't have a problem with faith that you don't. I don't have a problem with faith. What causes everything to happen? You have it. That is where we start from. We all have it. But the process by which this thing can produce, a lot of us don't know it. You don't need extra fasting to have faith. I'm going to say it again. I don't have fear for anybody. It's Bible. It says if you need fasting for something, it's to deal with your unbelief, not your faith. Jesus talked about how if you cause anybody to sin and fall as a young Christian, how it is better that we hang something on your neck and you fell into the water than Peter and Cody said, Lord, increase our faith. I'm sure it was Peter. He said, increase our faith, Lord. Like, and I told you, like Jesus Christ, he said, what do you mean by increase our faith? If you have got faith, like a master seed, a lot of people are looking for increased faith. Meanwhile, they don't understand what a small measure of faith can do. I will say this. This is a personal opinion. I will say it. I, this personal opinion. So Sydney Quay will be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube at Shekinah Avenue. continues every man has got some level of faith in him because it's created by God whether believers or unbelievers because how can they do all these kind of things we see how can a man think so much and be able to produce a flight that can take us I mean how it is the seed of faith which is in their natural heart how can the son of a Phoenician who is not a Jew Jesus commanded for great faith where did he get it from how can a centurion who doesn't know God and is an army general? Be commanded for the greatness of faith. There is faith even in the natural man. That is why there are some men who are not even believers. They have. That's why some can put their faith in Muhammad. Because faith is something that is common to all men. But they choose to take it and put it in Muhammad. Because they have it. Some will choose to put it in Buddha. But the right place to put it is in Jesus. Brother, you have got faith that can cause things to happen. You have got it. You are not looking for it. You have got it. You can make your business work. You can make your marriage work. You can make your schooling work. Because you have got what? Where is the faith? Can you be a prosperous man? Can you be a man who lives above the curse? Can you be a man that rules and reigns? Why can you do that? You have got what? Are you a man that dies before your time? And are you a man who starts a business and he fails? And are you an unemployed man? What do you have? What do you have? Are you looking for it? This is the first thing. You have got faith. And not just any faith. But a like precious 
And not just that. It is in your heart. And not just that. You go beyond that. And you have like Galatians 2.20 said. You have got the faith of the son of God. The faith you have is the faith that Jesus Christ had. That means that you can raise the dead. It means that you can heal the sick. It means that you can multiply bread. Listen. But this thing is trapped inside your heart. Demons should flee when you are here. You have got the same faith. What do we do as preachers? We will water down the faith. And keep watering it down. We hear GDO. We hear GDPA. We did this one. Oh, Christo Yesu, we did this one. Oh, we are GDIANCA. You already have it. This is Bible. This is Bible. James even says that don't have the faith of the Son of God with favoritism. Which means you have it. Now, I want to take you a little bit deeper. You have got faith where? In our heart. Paul has taken time to explain to you what the faith is capable of doing with the whole chapter. Now, what then is the problem? Romans 12. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, I beg you, I plead with you, if you don't listen to anything, this is, I am begging you. By what? Mercy. Can you see a man begging with mercy? We beg for mercy. We don't beg with mercy. But this man is telling you his desperation. That I beseech you, by the mercies of God, that you learn this. How to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. That is the first thing with faith. Until you learn how. Your body is your senses. We walk not by sight. But by faith. You must learn how to present your senses. If you don't learn it. God will allow circumstances to teach you. Circumstance and trouble will become your master and your teacher. When you don't have food. Then you pray. When enemies are around you. Then you fast. When your contract is being terminated. Then you go on a retreat. Paul is saying. By God's mercy. Learn how. To present your senses. As a sacrifice. Though it is living. Though you can see. You don't live your life based on what is seen. Though you can hear. You don't live your life on what is heard. I, you have got cancer in the terminal. Are you hearing it? You will die. You must learn how to present your bodies, your senses. You see enemies, but you know what God's word also says. So you present your bodies, your senses to God. You learn how God is the word. How to let everything you sense. Be judged by God's word. If you can't do this first step, you can't go to the second. And a lot of believers are trapped here. They look at what they can get by what is available. Their senses. You must make a covenant with your eyes. That you are not the real thing. 
What I see is not real. What I see is not what I'm supposed to be looking at. I am supposed to be looking at the unseen. So you present. There are two primary things, senses. That you must be able to present. What you hear, your hearing and your seeing. Though there is smell, there is taste. And there is feeling. These two. What you see, what you hear. Paul is saying, present it. Judge it by what is written. When you see they are writing a, a letter for you to terminate your thing, what are you seeing? Are you seeing a letter? Paul is saying that this is the first thing. Well, maybe the business you are running, everybody is failing in it. Are you going to see what is happening? This is the first lesson. The first lesson. Everybody dies at 25 in your house. So you are 24. So you are seeing death. We walk not by sight. But by faith, the first barrier to cross is your seeing. The Bible says Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope. He considered not his body dead, nor yet Sarah's womb to be dead. He was not weak in faith. He did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strong in faith. Giving glory to God. That what God had promised. He is able. But he had to look beyond. His body. This one. How he felt. The Hebrew makes you to understand. Actually what it was saying was that. His body was impotent. Learn it now. And learn it quick. If you don't circumstances will force you to learn it and by the time you are learning it you will not even have it you learn it now present your body present your company present your certificate present everything that is sensual anything you can say we know you did law and you have got a law degree from Legon learn to present it that this is not what blesses me it is God you learn it I am saying it again you learn it I'm trying to teach you learn it see beyond your husband and all the trouble he can cause because if that is what you will see faith see many people have not gotten there we call it consecration Esther said first for me I will go if I perish I perish a presentation of all his senses I know the king has to stretch the scepter but he has not called me I need to hear that the king is calling for me before I go but fast I will go if I perish I perish and this level of conviction is missing and because it's missing we have weak faith our faith can show up though the faith is in your heart it can show up because you have not come past your senses our senses is still dominating us. We think we are blessed because of what we work. Who, who told you that ideology? Where did it come from? No, it, it is not biblical, it is not scriptural. Thanks be unto God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ 
the blessing is spiritual it's in your heart in your spirit you must learn how to bring it out and the first thing to do when are you going to present your body must, when you don't move here because from here it moves to the next thing then he tells you after you have presented your bodies now you do the next thing on the process transformation of your mind I found it interesting when I saw a color between conformation and transformation which implies that the level of your transformation is an opposition I'm giving mathematical terms a proportional to your level of what? conformation that means if you conform more you can transform more if it is one and two third you have two third conformation that means that you have one third transformation and this is the problem with a lot of believers how can a believer be afraid of a witch where did that come from how did we get here a man judges his life based on he thinks that God will do him good because he did something how did we get here that a man feels that his house is stronger than God how, 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 how did we get here when this man had faith enough to top all kingdoms one man can stand against a whole kingdom and say by my word he shall not reign we have faith like they have actually the bible said that their faith is inferior to our own but how did we get here the devil has so affected our thinking our minds are so conformed to the world so conformed so conformed you see two believers in a church who can fight i mean for god's sake Paul said that are you not gonna if there is strife and there is bickerings among you you live as mere men said Paul after the Galatians he says that I, I am afraid it might look like I've labored in vain this is the real Christian duty and assignment for every child of God for their transformation not the world our transformation to start with it is working on our mind here I better I have worked in my mind what the Bible says about death death I have worked it out in my mind so somebody tell me and I'm going to die so what kind of reason I have worked it out here but a lot of believers leave their mind open they watch anything they hear anything they think about anything life begins at where? at 40 is that a way is it written in the bible that tells you the level of where our mind has been reduced let me tell you something something that is funny you see this phone this phone is another man trying to copy what your mind can do 
and he has made your mind into a tablet, a gadget. So all the functionalities of your mind, this phone can do it. Let me show you what the Italian mafia did. Assuming the way I'm preaching like that, and I'm quoting Romans 12, I've read it before. There are torture techniques. You can be tortured to remember phone numbers. You'll be tortured to the place where you will get your memory will have to go deep because once your eyes have seen it, it is in there. So they can so torture you that out of the pain, your mind will go so deep within to put out what they are looking for. But now, even if I ask you for a number on your own phone, it is not, it is not in your mind. Your mind is one of your most greatest assets you have. That is why when you educate it, you are paid more. If you don't educate it, they pay you less. You are working with another guy who has got masters. When they are paying, they pay you twice. Why do you think they are doing that? Because they don't like you. No, they are telling you that your mind, you have not educated it well. The faculty that has two places, one is called thoughts and the other is called reasoning. It takes images, it forms images. Then the other one will reason through the images ah, and come to a decision. Then it will form attitudes and actions. If you don't transform your mind, you will be a Christian who has got faith locked in your inside. Faith will never show up. The devil has placed systems, ways. He has placed it all around. So much that even sometimes we tend to believe like I said earlier life begins at 40 you are waiting to be 40 to begin life that means that when they gave birth to you you didn't begin life but that is what the mind has been trained to do Paul said this is your state when you were unbelievers. The devil's greatest tool against you when you were an unbeliever was that he blinded your mind. It's a whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them that believe not. This mind, how do you blind in their mind? He said, when it became dark, Ephesians 4 16 hours. If your mind can be blind, what is the real organ of sight? Is it your eyes? No. The real organ of sight is your mind. That's why two people can see the same thing and have two different interpretations. And we have a lot of believers whose mind is still dark and blind. They have not seen what God has done in Christ. Their mind is still holding on to the law. If I do A, God will do B. When I do see, God will do D. Paul is saying that if you don't change that kind of mindset, you cannot be on your way to faith. You cannot experience what God's will is. You will not have no experience to see that God's will is acceptable. That God's will is good. That God's will is perfect. You will not experience it because you will read it and you say, Ah, oh, by his stripes, I am healed. Rabba, ba, 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 ba. The next two days you are in the hospital. <sighs> I am dying. Whew. This sickness will kill me. Hey, this is a generational sickness. My mother had it. My father had it. 
my great grandfather also had it and it is my turn your mind is not being renewed the Bible said it shall be above only not beneath and what we are looking for is Christians who can get a renewal of their mind God is looking for that he said, be ye renewed. It is your responsibility. It is never God's responsibility. What is your mind about your work? What have you understood about work? The Bible said, he shall bless the work of your hand. Once you have a work in your hand, you should be able to bargain with God any day, any time. That God, now I have got a work on my hand. Your responsibility is what? To bless it. But if the mind is not renewed, eradiate renewal of what the mind how do you do it until you renew your mind that power will be shut in there you will be the one that can be on top of the class but until you renew your mind that you cannot be beneath and be above you will be there and you will enjoy your position and you quote the scripture and you tell us that ha huh, the Bible doesn't work. Can the copeland say something? He said, Somebody said, After this word, it doesn't work. He said, Sir, let me give you a point of correction. It is not that the word doesn't work, it is that the word tried you and found that you couldn't work. Listen, renewal of the mind, I am telling you, is one of your greatest Christian assignments. For your own personal development now if you don't renew that mind there will be so much power that can open the red sea but it is trapped there the devil will look at you and smile and say let me give you more thoughts let me give you some thoughts let me give you some thoughts your husband can be full of love but because your mind is not renewed he will be a man that fights you every single day of your life but when you renew your mind and you got to understand that the wife must submit and you begin submission love will be released it's a renewal of the mind one of them is unbelief unbelief you must be able to get it out of your system another is superstition superstition somebody died huh. they have started dying no? This one, there is a demon behind. Go and check the guy. He doesn't exercise. He doesn't do anything. On top of that, he eats fats. Tell me about that. He drinks. And you are saying, it's a demon that killed him. It is a demon that killed him. But listen, it was not a demon that killed him. It was a demon that influenced his addictions. And forward is last. It's like you are set on a cross to be destroyed. You see a young woman dies out of HIV. Then he said, ah, me fear for any. Ah, who told her to be fornicating? Why did she sleep with the AIDS patient? Or is it blade? Why do you go using somebody's blade? Is it blood transfusion? What are you doing in the hospital? Don't you have some communion? The mind is not renewed. We will sit here and blame God. And God looks at us. And say, look at their mind. 
look at the mind look at the way they think that he loses the job and he said is that the way a believer talks work on your mind you get you are pregnant and you feel some pain on your left side hey they are at it again they are, this time they don't get me ah three or three where are you let's fast unrenewed mind he said there shall nothing be barren in all of their land so as you wait patiently you celebrate the lord because what will be given to you if it is delayed is greater and if you have it and maybe you have it and it's like it is coming barrenness you look at it and say it says also there shall be none barren and none shall cast their young miscarriage is not from god i had to hear the post say something i said jesus christ i need to be lifted to this life he said he returned home and the wife said honey i've got a miscarriage ha! Ha! that is it we don't talk like that for none shall miscarry where is my food and they served him and he ate he said the wife delivered on date nine months mindset renewal don't believe that demons can influence you and kill you how where did you come from your mind needs a renewal the bible says, creator is he that is in us the he that is in the world the bible says, what our hand touches to do shall be blessed renewal of what the mind there was a time god said your thoughts are not my thoughts my ways are not your ways but this is not that time the bible said this time you have got the mind of christ take the word of god put it in your mind then begin to meditate begin to ponder over it say to the righteous it is well with him he shall eat the fruit of his lips say to the righteous who is that it is me i'll say to myself what should i say it is well with me okay it is well with my finances it is well with my marriage it is well with my schooling it is well with my you continue for he shall eat the fruit of his labor what have i been saying up till now okay i am a blessed man i am an anointed man then after what i will say to myself it is well with me what am i doing meditate i am pondering i am pondering i am pondering until i get to the place where i begin the, the hebrew word is aga it means to ponder and ponder until you are muttering or you're speaking it out on your lips ah i am the life of god the life of god is in me i am the extension of his goodness i am i, I am blessed beyond the curse curses don't work where i am when i am in a place god is there when god is in a place i am there i have goodness and mercy following me all the days of my life not some days of my life surely surely he shall put a six course dinner before me okay the lord is my light and my salvation i am muttering i am what i am muttering kabosha kabosha tabata i shall not die i shall live and as i declare the good works of god ah there shall be none barren this delay is for glory i am not barren there is no barrenness saru was even barren Sarah, Sarah said she received strength i have received strength hey anna is also there i cannot be discouraged what are you are fellowshipping you are muttering and the final word is to run 
you move from the matter and you begin to roll. I am the life of God. I have got the life of God in me. I've got the grace of God working for me. I am the righteousness of God. I am favored beyond the curse. I am lifted and I am exalted. I am seated with Christ in heavenly places. Come watch me. I am above principalities. I am above powers. You are now speaking to yourself. Your mind is on a continual renewal. You take thoughts that are not of God and you replace them with thoughts that are of God. You do the replacement and you do the exchange. Nobody thinks about what they don't like. If you think about what you don't like, you are the one who chose to think about it. If I decide now to be thinking about how hey, the way the church is going, hmm, I've got a lot of enemies. What I heard them say in town is not good at all. I must be very careful. Not everybody that comes to church is my friend. There are some spies. Ah. I must be able to look, I must look at the people very well with two eyes. Is somebody making me do this? is doing it myself this is the state of a lot of believers I said unbelief there is also care cares of this life it chokes the word what will we eat what will we drink where will I work how shall I marry cares cares of this life it chokes the life out of the word of God you must get all these things you are doing a business committed to God it will do well he said don't think too much about tomorrow do what is right today leave tomorrow to God don't believe that it comes as a result of the way you are saying things God is saying that he's going to give us a land flow with milk and honey here we are gone look at giants there are giants say, how can we get the milk and honey we are like grasshoppers. Did God tell them to go and look at giants? He told them to look at the what? The milk and the honey on the lamp. And that should be enough. But the way we see things, it must change. The Paul said, The Lord mercy. The Lord mercy. I can tell you comfortably that without money in your account, you can start a building and complete it. We are doing it. What shows that your company can get a, a million dollar contract? Just put your certificates in order. What shows that God can open a sudden door for you within a day and bless you? Don't think naturally. Think supernaturally. Can God give you an idea? Like these guys who are not even believers and they, they own a lot of Can God give you an idea? Are they supermen? They are better than them. More than a million companies. Can you see it? Can you see your schooling? And can you see your grades as the best? Can you see that engineering as the best company? Can you see yourself as the best consultant? Can you see yourself like that? Renew your mind. Oh my God, I'm about this.
Sydney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, remain blessed.